Welcome into the Fireside Knicks podcast. My name is Bryce Gelman, and I'm joined by Brett Hampling. Right off the heels of the Knicks 134 to 131 win over the Charlotte Hornets. Brett, let's do it like we always do it. Let's get right into it. What are your thoughts, man? Listen, you can say a lot of things about this team over the years, a lot of bad, a little bit good, but you can't say that they don't get our hearts going and our blood pumping. I mean, two overtime games through the season. This is not a game that should have been to overtime. It's a shitty Charlotte Hornets team, to be honest. No LaMelo Ball, no Miles Bridges. You know, they have primetime Allen Iverson with Dennis Smith Jr., but this is not a game that should have went to overtime, but it did. The Knicks, this is what the Knicks threw to us, but they pulled it out. Maybe a game they don't pull out last year and years past. Um, you know, Charlotte didn't – you know, they don't have a, a, a squad that should take us to overtime, but the Knicks pull it out. And we're three and one. The New York Knicks are three and one on October 26th. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. We just caught a call a spade. You know, we, we got to call a spade a spade here. And the Knicks, they won the game. A- at the end of the day, I think the defensive woes are going to correct themselves. The fact that they closed this game out and they didn't do what the Knicks usually do, which is, again, like you said, get our heart rates up only to disappoint us at the end of the game. This is a different team, and this is a different team because they have Jalen Brunson, the first solid Knicks point guard that they've had in over 20 years, you could say. So, listen, 27-13-7, and seven, this team finally has... 27-13-7. and seven. This team finally has its point guard, Brett. And just the, there's so many positives to his game. I mean, his touch in the paint is, is beautiful. It's a sight to behold. I mean, whenever he gets the ball at the top of the key, you know that there's a chance that he's going to shake and bake his way into the paint. And as a guy who's like 6'1", 6'2", that's a huge thing in this league to be able to penetrate and then kick out like he did in this game. Listen, he shot 67% from the field too. He shot 10 for 15. He contributed, I mean, all over the place on offense. Listen, defensively, he's still somewhat of a liability, but I'm going to completely overlook that fact because especially when Quentin Grimes comes back from injury that's going to be uh definitely an easier going that'll change it listen we don't i don't want to overreact it's been four games but at the same time i do want to overreact this is what we do as sports fans as podcasters as 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 nick fans fans, new york fans fans. you know giants and jets fans we're all overreacting um this is what we do Jalen brunson looks the part he looks like the 104 million dollar man um you know we've been looking for our guy for 20 years and listen he's not He's not a top 10 point guard, but he's in that next range. And on any given he's night. He's a point guard. He's a point guard, yes. Brett. He's he's a point guard. Like, <laughs> what, you're saying Kemba Walker and Alfred Payton are in point guards? They were like top five in the league, but listen, now we got a top two. <laughs> but seriously, like, he's he's a point guard. And, and I think that, like, listen, Jalen's a dog, right? Don't get me wrong. But having a point guard with this team just shows you what they've missed out on so much these past two seasons, whether it be from Alfred Payton to, you know, like you said, Kemba Walker, Alec Burks, D. Rose when he used to play, when he used to start. Just a whole different outlook right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is like we said, this is a game that years past, we, you know, we could have been up and down and then we lose at the last second. And the difference this time was Jalen Brunson, like you said. Um, Now, Julius Randle had a, up and down game. I don't think we would have been in it without some of his um, scoring a little earlier on. Towards the end, he kind of did some of his old antics, as mm-hmm. you were yeah. mentioning before uh, offline. He kind of had that out of control, lefty scoop, but he did have a similar scoop in overtime that he that he made. Um, 
listen, this was another team effort. Uh, Mitchell Robinson was good. Uh, Evan Fournay defensively was bad, but 6-11 from the field. R.J. Barrett scored 22 points. We're going to talk about him because the field goal percentage is really what I'm going to be looking for to see if he has an effective game. He's going to get his points. He's not <laughs> He's not shy about shooting. We know that. Um, Obi was good in limited minutes. I want to talk about Obi. Um, and Derek Rose was good in limited minutes. We had a lot of guys that contributed, and it just feels good. It's a nice team win um, with Brunson being the star of the game. As you say, it's a win. How many games – are you going to win when your opponents shoot nearly 50% from the field and put up 131 points? Listen, listen, I get it. It's a win. And right now is sitting, sitting at three and one, haven't played great teams yet. Memphis was a solid team, but these are the types of games that you need to win. You need to put these teams away early. And the fact of the matter is they had a bunch of chances down the stretch, especially Julius's sloppy play that contributed to this being an overtime game that had our hearts, heart rates up, up until, you know, 10, 1045 or 1030 at night when the game should have been over by 10 when it usually is. So, I mean, like, look, we, we could point out uh, like two specific plays and I think it kind of like sets the scene for, for who Julius Randle is for this team right now. I mean, it was the putback at the end of regulation that tied the game or to, to put them up. Yeah. And the then big boy, the big boy rebound It's a huge rebound, huge play. Julius, you know, we're, we're happy with him one second. And then, you know, in the end where, where, you know, there's 14 seconds left. Kelly Oubre puts up an absolute brick. He airballs the shot. It's going out of bounds. And Julius touches it and tries to throw it back in. Like that's just a little brain fart that he's got to get out. He's got to work that out of his system. It's only four games in. 25 games, 30 games into the playoffs. If they make it, that can't be happening. And I just, lo- listen, I will say this. I-, I love his intensity. I love what he's bringing to this team. And I love his attitude, Brett. I love how he's smiling. And they said it on the MSG broadcast a bunch of times. He looks like a different player, a different person. He doesn't look, he looks like a different player. I mean, that's an easy thing to say. He looks like a different person out of the court. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of reports and, you know, sometimes these reports are bullshit, especially beginning of the season or off season that he just seems like a different guy in the locker room and he just smiling more, which is good. And I believe it all for right now. It is early in the season, but I believe it all for right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think we talked about this last week. I'm pretty high on, on Julius. I think this is going to be a thing with us where I'm pretty high on him. Then you're going to have to bring me back down because um, you know, I see what, what, when did we chat last time after the opener? Yeah. It was after the Memphis game. Yeah. Um, and he had a great game and I was through the moon on him and then, you know, he's, he's been up and down, but it's just, we see 35 solid minutes from him in the last four minutes. He's doing exactly what he always does. He's reverting back to his form from last year, which was subpar to say the least. Yeah. But, but you credited him for that amazing, that big rebound and the putback. It's, it's give or take. It's give or take. I know, like but you're always. That was huge. I mean, we don't go to overtime without that. Like he bullied whoever was down there, put it back up. And then, uh, you know, he was part of the defensive rotations on that, um, you know, on Charlotte's last second to, to win the game, which that, that was got, great to see also because. Well, you're talking what? about the, at the end of, uh, at the end of regulation or at the end of overtime? End of regulation. Okay. Gordon Hayward got a wide open floater. He yeah, made- it, it, it wasn't, it I, I, made was, that. I mean, I was proud of, yeah, they did. They did break down at the last second. But... They broke down all game. <laughs> I know. Like they, I, no, defensively, well, they, they were game, so I was... shoddy. I mean, like, like, yeah, like it's a win. 
and I'm going to sit here and hang my head. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be smiling because it's three and one. And they didn't lose this game. This is a game they lose last year. It's a game they lose the year before. It's a game they lose going back all the way to like 2013. So am I happy that they won? Yes. But the defense, you've Tom Thibodeau as your head coach. There shouldn't be lapses in, in rotations. The discombobulation scene should not be a thing when you have a defensive coach. And I don't want to sit here and sound like a negative Nancy, like we were talking about before this show that I was probably going to do, but it's hard to be positive about the defensive effort tonight. And I heard the, the MSG pregame and Alan Hahn said, like, it's just something, you know, this is a, this is something that's, you know, four games in, like they'll learn their rotations. I do think the addition of Quentin Grimes is going to do wonders for this defense, but right now, 131 points. And like you said earlier too, like Charlotte is a team that scores a lot, but Dennis right, Smith Jr. was was carving up the defense. Former so Nick you, Legend. Yeah. I mean, listen, he just needed what he needs six years of seasoning. Is that too much to ask? Just give a guy yeah. six years. Of, and no, he still actually, can't shoot free throws. Sometimes it I'm joking about six years of seasoning, but sometimes it just helps you down on a shitty ass team. And listen, he was on the Knicks that were shitty, and he was on Detroit that was shitty. But sometimes you find your shitty team, even though they wouldn't win in, and He's playing with all these youngsters. He has this confidence, and sometimes it just you just was, need a confidence. That, that's exactly who he was on the Knicks, though. When they I know, made that trade, I know, when they made that trade for you know for, when they traded Porzingis away at the end of the eighteen nineteen season, that was Dennis Smith Jr.'s time to shine. There was no one else on that team. Yeah, but the thing was, he was bad in the beginning of the season, and then the crowd got on him, and that was just this snowball effect. Then he was yeah. just awful. So like yeah. I don't know, we don't need to talk about Dennis Smith Jr. too much. Um, we will look out for him next time we play him, but um. He you won't play. The- Lamelo is going to play thirty-five yeah, minutes, and DS and, Jun- DS Junior is going to and Terry ride Rogier. the bench again. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me ask you a question because you mentioned Quinn Grimes, and I love Q, and he is a good defender and three-point shooter. And towards the end of the season last year, he was awesome. Tibbs is liking Cam Reddish, which I'm shocked. He went back to him mm-hmm. late. What did he finish the game? He finished the yeah. game, right? Mm-hmm. He put him um, in after after uh, Fournier fouled out. Yeah, where are these Quinn Grimes minutes coming from? Excellent okay, to question. be fair, he's already built that into his rotation for Quentin Grimes to finish the game. Like, that's not a situation where Evan Fournier can even get his sixth foul because Quentin Grimes will be in the game in that situation. I think, realistically, I want to – listen, I want to say that, that Reddish has earned his minutes in this rotation, but knowing the coach of this team, that's not, that's not of high likelihood. So if he didn't, I, yeah, but if you didn't ha- give him the finishing minutes, I might think that. But who else? Finishing, who else are you putting in? Who else are you putting in? Realistically, I mean, you're not putting quickly in. He's a liability. Who else? You could put in Rose. Um, I, I would have put Miles McBride in, but you know that's like that's too far fetched. It, was, it wasn't. How much time was left? I know you don't have it. There on was here. like no. There was like six minutes. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm I, it wasn't just. Playing. No, there was like four minutes. I think it, it was wasn't. Like four minutes. It wasn't just like defensive. Like we need a couple defensive. It was like. There, there was time. No, it was, yeah, uh-huh. and Cam was Cam was okay tonight. He wasn't even that good. Um, he, he, like what did he shoot? He shot. Yeah, he had five points. Um, Fournier I, I, fouled out. Yeah, I, but it could no, be he, Rose. he only fouled. He fouled out with three and a half minutes left. Okay. So I mean, that's not a crazy amount of time. And at that point, they were uh, they were up one. I think I want to say. Yeah, they were I'm up saying, one. If he's in Tibbs finishing rotation, it means something. Like. The things that Tibbs do I, does I, mean I shit. Think it like more, just... I think it says more about the current roster in this game. I, I don't I don't see it. Like, listen, okay. we saw we okay. saw we saw Cam Reddish get run when they traded for him last year. 
and within five games, he was out of the rotation just like that. There's just this is one of the deepest teams in the league, realistically. And it's it is. you know, hard sign is solid. Friend. Like all these guys deserve their minutes. Where those minutes are gonna come from for Reddish, I think personally, they're he's gonna eat into to Quickly's minutes, he's gonna eat into Fournier's minutes. Grimes will get his run. But you have realistically four shooting guards, small forwards. Like they don't really play a small like they don't really play a small forward. They just have a bunch of guards and Toppin and, and Hartenstein. So yeah, I mean, I, I was saying this to a friend. So we don't have any top 20 players, obviously. Um, but we have more probably top 30 through 60 players than most teams. I mean, our – Generous. You know, 40, 40 to 70. Sure, whatever the number is. Like, it, we, we are – We have more mid-players than, no, than but any other team. Yeah, yes. Like, and I was saying this to a friend who's not a Knicks fan. He's like, you guys think you're so good at it. I was like, I'm not saying that. We don't have any stars, and you need stars. But we do have a lot of good players that are deep and deserve playing time. Um, like, Obi only played 13 minutes, and he looked good, and his shot looked good. His shots improved. He was three yeah. for four from three. He always brings energy. <laughs> it, it's tough because Tibbs doesn't like to play Obi and Randall together, which I would pl- do more. You don't, you don't want to see it too much. Um, but it's, I, it, like, Listen – it's hard to do when when Mitch is giving you all that he gives you on defense, and Hartenstein has been the X factor that he's been in when he's been in. Yeah. So a teardrop from the foul line. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's um, yeah, it almost touched the it almost touched the roof. <laughs> um, all right. So, so all right. Uh, let, let me, let's just let's just do this. We we've been talking a lot about this game. I want to hear your X factor player of the game. I, we're not going to go best player because that's obviously going to be Jalen Brunson. But who's the guy? In this game, who you believe played the like played the most help his team win besides right. you know the best player? It's it's Jalen Brunson. I know you don't want that. It's like everyone else just kind of contributed. He stepped up twenty seven points. He had a big three in the fourth. I know we've been talking about, it, but we didn't talk about that three in the fourth uh, from the right corner, and then the three All in the overtime. Shots in the fourth. He had yeah. two. He had two monster threes that if he doesn't hit, um, we were kind of floundering. We were, you know. We were sort of floundering because we don't have that go-to player that most teams do. See, the NBA is a lot of, like, shit happens the first three quarters, three and a half quarters. Like, anyone can get buckets. But then when, when it, you know, the teams crunch down in the last couple of minutes, you have your John Morant and Luka yeah. and Jason Tatum that go get buckets. The Knicks don't really have that. Sometimes Randall can bully his way to buckets, and sometimes RJ, but I don't trust it. Brunson was that guy. Um but I'll give you someone. Mitch Robinson was awesome defensively. Oh, you just took my pick. Um, took the words cont- right out of my mouth. You know, he was only four for four, eight rebounds, but he contested so many rebounds. He's really active. He said in the presser yesterday that, like, he got his bag, but he doesn't care. He's working hard, which I love. It's still early. It's great. It's, great. Um, it's great mindset to have. But, yeah, I'll give you Jalen and Mitch. It's Mitch for, for me. It's It's got to be Mitch. I, I, we're going to go, like – Listen, we, we're going to have to figure out something at the, the end of these these re- instant reactions because we can't just go the obvious, like, hey, 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 Jaylen, obviously Jalen Brunson. But for me, it was Mitch. I mean, he did, he played his role to a T. And, you know, eight rebounds, not a lot. But again, like you said, he he's, he's a menace. Like, you have to box him out. So that's just taking away rebounds from them. They took 31 threes. So a, a, lot, of those, a lot of those rebounds are going out to guys like Quickly, who's been, he's been taking, like, Doubled or not doubled, like like multi multi rebound games. I don't even know what I'm saying right now, but quickly has been rebounding. So, but like, listen, six blocks, six blocks. Is all it's 
That's all I got to tell you. Like, he's a menace in the paint. He brings something that most guys in the league don't bring. Like, he's young. He's untapped still somewhat. And he's extremely athletic. So he does yeah, I mean, a lot. Of, he's like a Swiss army knife on defense for this team. Like he could go out and contest threes. He doesn't have, he, he could sag off these guys by five, six feet. He still has the crazy wingspan and jumping ability to contest these shots with ease. So well, how about, how about that goal time now? Yeah, that was, I mean, I, 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 I kind of like that wasn't going in. Like I kind of love when he does it, it, but it's also ridiculous. Like kind of no one in the NBA does that. And it's actually, no one can get that. No one else can get that. It's actually closer than it looks. It's so ridiculous that the, I think even if it was like a half a second earlier, the ref still would have called their goaltend because no one really blocks shots as the second defender, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mitch has been awesome. But before we kind of get going, this bit win was all, so big because I was looking ahead at our schedule and now I can't find it. Um, we have a tough schedule coming up. Yeah. yeah. So we're three and one. Now we don't have it. Do you know? Um, I got it. Don't worry. No worries here. They play no, the Bucks. Play the Bucks. Play the Hawks. Right. Play the Bucks. Friday night Knicks. And they play. They play Cleveland, Atlanta, Philly, Boston, Minnesota, That's, Brooklyn, and, and then Christ. Detroit. So, so they play the next. The next uh, seven opponents are all teams that will likely be in the top. No, well, that's up until then. Okay. Uh, so. Good. These are going to be gonna the true test. Out. We're gonna, yeah, this, I, 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 this defense will really be tested because tonight it got tested by a team that doesn't have its best players. So we'll see. I'm excited for that. Like I want to, you know, maybe not Milwaukee. Milwaukee is tough, but I want to see some of these other teams. I mean, we played Milwaukee tough, I think, last year. I think we played them tough both times. Um, but, yeah, if we could beat a couple of these tough teams, it'll, like, it'll grow our confidence – It'll just – we got to still figure out who we are. And um, listen, you take care of the bad teams and you beat some of the good teams. And that's how you become a good team. So I'm very excited for, for this stretch. Yeah, and the last thing I will say before we wrap up here is against these solid opponents, Knicks players are going to have a lot to prove. Like Jalen Brunson still has a lot of doubters. Mitchell Robinson still has a lot of doubters. Julius Randle especially has a lot of doubters. But the guy I'm looking towards the most – to kind of rebound after a rough start is obviously RJ. It's got to be RJ. And it couldn't come at a better time against better opponents, better defenders. I feel like that's kind of when he thrives anyway. He's not forcing stuff. He's just taking what the defense gives them because the defense won't give him a lot. I mean, RJ's a gamer. You know he's not happy um, with the start of the season. He's shooting 34%, I believe. Um, I mean, he didn't look, shoot much better last year. He shot forty percent from the field. I, I I know, but the you know the point was to step up from that. Of course, <laughs> the point of was course. go from forty to forty-five, not forty to thirty-four. But no, he's going to be pissed. He's going to he's he's a gamer and he's a competitor. So I'm excited to see that. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. And uh, any last any last thoughts? I we we touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Another right. another solid episode. Three and one, go next, baby. All right, that'll that that'll do it for us here on the Fireside Knicks podcast. Brett, Bryce, see you next time. Later.